You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. I'm Andrea Schwabe. Welcome to Overdue Advice. This is episode 22 of Overdue Advice. Our message has been simple. Accounts receivable is your money. If you won't collect it, MetCredit is happy to do it for you and you'll probably be very happy with their performance. In earlier episodes, we focused on you, business people, owners, entrepreneurs, executives, and corporate strategists. MetCredit wants to publish good, reliable information about why debt happens and how debt collection works, because even people in finance still have a cartoony image of rude and harassing calls. The perception just isn't the reality. Overdue Advice identifies situations where your receivables pile up and offers strategies to deal with them before they do. MetCredit's no-collection-no-fee policy means no upfront costs. You only pay for what's collected. The goal is to get the receivables causing you so much stress without adding to the stress. If your customers are consumers, this episode is going to be of special interest. We're going to pull back the curtain and have a frank discussion with debt collection specialists about how they try to resolve people's debt problems. And they do try to resolve problems. Most consumers' debts aren't big. A reminder or call from a third-party collection agency like MetCredit is enough of a wake-up call to get paid. For a minority of people, debt is a big problem. And by big problem, I mean a house-sized problem. House poor is more than just a label. When it happens, it's a crisis. This may sound like a nightmare, but this is a reality for more people than you'd think. You own a house, you have a mortgage, but you spend more than you make every month, Credit cards are maxed, banks won't lend you money, and the bills keep coming and you keep spending. Bankruptcy isn't a great solution because everyone loses. The creditor may only get a portion of what they're owed, and the person in debt gets a ruined credit rating and probably has nothing. This episode is about how MetCredit's collectors work with mortgage brokers to recover the maximum amount of the receivable and allow the consumer to recover their credit rating. MetCredit's strategy is to turn people in debt back into customers. Quinn Ewell is a collections manager at MetCredit, Zach Abdi is a collections advisor, and when debt situations get serious and complex, they'll refer the file to Jade Samarja, a mortgage broker with Canadian Financial Solutions. We just let Quinn, Zach, and Jade talk about the current state of consumer debt, how they deal with it, the situations they see, and the kinds of creative solutions and and solutions they have for people who would otherwise have to declare bankruptcy. I kicked off the discussion by asking Zach what kinds of trends he's hearing on collection calls lately. Most of the debt will be unsecured, so credit cards, line of credits, um, and it's not just one or two. Like sometimes our clients, customers have multiple accounts, and you see kind of a lack of uh, um, education when it comes to financial literacy. How do you recognize when someone is in a position that they need to go to someone like Jade for third-party loan? A couple of things. I look at their, their place of employment, their income if it's on file, their credit report. Um, do they have any existing credit they can leverage? Are they a property owner? The balance of the debt, right? If the debt, let's say, ranges two to five grand, usually family and friends can help out. Good source for that, right? If it's like maybe 10 and above, you might want to start looking at a lender. Family and friends is always scary to borrow from because it's family and friends. Yeah. So you sort of have a limit of 
there's sort of a lower limit. You want to keep that number low. Yeah, you're going to be yeah, boring for family. Yeah, members. like if the um, if the person is in their mid to early twenties, um, it's family family can probably help for two or three thousand dollars, right? Um, it's much harder when they're older, middle aged. Um, them asking their kids for help or asking their their siblings it'd be much harder. When it's not just ten thousand dollars and it gets really ugly, and you're sitting there, Zach, staring at this credit report that is just zeros everywhere. Yeah. Uh. What do you do when you call Jade? How does that work for um, referral? For referral, so normally I get permission from our client's customer. They have to authorize it just due to our client's instructions. And then from there, when I when I call Jade, I so usually when you, just, when you say the cl- client's customer, yeah, that's the person on the phone that you're exactly. collecting from. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I uh, normally I refer them to Jade. I give them just a brief overview and just their contact information. And from the, from there, Jade takes over. For when it comes to debt consolidation, you'd be surprised uh, how misinformed people are. Oftentimes, when they think debt consolidation, instead of getting a loan or tapping into the equity, they think consumer proposal or a debt arbitrator. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That happens almost, almost Which all is the, the worst time. possible really? thing yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. The arbitrators, the for-profit guys, that's how they advertise themselves as con- debt consolidation, right. quote unquote. And then they'll hire them and they keep a fee for themselves and they start to save money into like a trust account on behalf of the individual. Right. And then they quote unquote consolidate their debts by eventually once there's enough money saved into the account, they'll offer lowball settlements to the creditors. Which does nothing for the client. Yeah. Wow. Other than really just ruin their credit. Zach calls you and then what do you do, Jade? So Zach has already kind of spoken to the client and has predetermined whether or not they'd be a suitable fit for my type of product. When the client comes to me, we obviously have a further in-depth discussion about their whole financial position. We then come up with some terms to obviously rectify everything. Whether or not I can pay all debts in full or settle debts come into play as well. So once I open or once I um, pull their credit bureau, I'm able to see everything that they have. And I will decide on whether or not we pay off the R1s, which are maxed out. Okay, what's an R1? R1 is like you've been making your payments on time. Okay. But a lot of individuals have R1s but are still maxed out, which they are a liability to the institution that provided them the credit. As I stated in the previous podcast, anything over 50% cost to borrow or, or 50% utilization is a liability to the institution. So when he sends the clients to me, as I stated, we develop a plan. Um, we get the appraisal ordered, get the financing in place, and we pay everything out. You come up with the amount that you're going to pay off of their debt. They then agree to pay that off, uh, usually holding assets against it, correct? Correct. Okay. And what, what are your preferred assets? Homes. Okay. Just homes? No boats, no cars, no planes? Homes. homes. Okay. Fair enough. How big are your are your loans? Like, you know, if you're talking about equity I mean, they with range. Homes. They range. It could be as small as 15,000, as big as 30 million plus. Who? It all depends, right? Depends on what we're leveraging the money on. Now, not everybody's homes are the same value. So, for example, if you're in a rural area, how does it work? Is it the same? If it's in a rural setting, 75% loan to value will be max. Okay, so we could get 75% of the value of the home and utilize that equity. Say the home is worth a million dollars. They have a $500,000 first mortgage on title. They need 
$250,000, which is 75% extra. So we'll loan them that $250,000, which is 75% loan to value with the $500,000 first if it's in a rural setting. If it's in a city with a hockey team other than Vancouver and Toronto, so like Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, we'll get you 80% of the value all day. In the GTA and in Vancouver City itself, I'll get you 85% finance. Okay. And what if you're, you know, um, for example, we know some people who live on in the Okanagan on a reserve, so they're on leased land. I can't help that. Okay, so that's out you, of bounds. You can't touch reserve or crown land. And that's just not, because it's not... You can't enforce it. Right, okay. Do you do refinancing for commercial buildings? Everything. Anything with the word mortgage. Okay. Uh, and where are you licensed? Uh, BC, Alberta... Ontario, and I work with other agents uh, in the East Coast. Now, are there any extra fees or anything involved with the process? Because obviously you have to get the assurance that the equity is in the property. So you have to have that evaluated. So what if someone says, yeah, we're in so much debt, I can't even afford the evaluation on my property? Look, I will pay for the appraisal to help the clients, but I need them invested. Even if they have $5 in their bank account and it's all they can afford, I'm going to ask for that 5 bucks. Because if somebody's putting something in, they want something out of it. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. They need to at least be a partner somehow. 100%. Right. Um, now, what happens if uh, I'm retired, unemployed, that kind of thing? Like, that's part of the issue. Is, does it just disqualify or? No. There's many different products for people, you know, in whatever situation they're in. Um, when it comes to people that aren't working at the moment, if there is sufficient equity in the property, we can prepay the loan for the year, meaning the lender will take the interest from the top of the loan and hold it back. So the whole term is satisfied. There's also um, mortgages like CHIP, um, Home Equitable. They give you a CHIP mortgage where it just increases up to a certain amount. That's for elderly people that aren't working, people that just need some extra income to do things. It's it's okay for them. I mean, it's not what I would I would I would suggest, but yeah. What if I'm on? You know, I have a a, a mobile home on a in a park. I can help you. Really? Yep, I can do that. I have a lender that does. Fifty um, percent of the value of the trailer, as long as there's a five-year lease um, with the with the park property. Really? Place, yeah. Zach, when you're referring people, where is your focus? Like, what are, what is the thing that that is the okay? This is the direction they need to go. What's the switch for you? If you think about it, um, right? Someone purchased his house or their house twenty, thirty years ago. Oh yeah. They brought down the mortgage by seventy percent, and then they have to remortgage their house to get out of debt. That can mess up their retirement plan or their their future, right? Right. So it's just the hard part is um, getting them to buy in rent. And in order to do that, it has to make sense. They have to have um, not just let's say if they owe um, our client fifteen thousand, and that's their only debt. It may not m- make sense to refinance their home, right? But if they owe other creditors and their debts total forty thousand, fifty thousand, then it makes sense. I think personally, what he does is he educates the clients or the consumers before I get them. 
he educates them on what's going wrong in their financial world. He talks about their credit bureau. He talks about their other debts. And he says, listen, I can refer you to somebody that can help you out. And it comes to me or somebody else that's on the approved list. Um, I like to think that what Zach and Quinn do really help people. They're in the people business. They're not, they're not debt collectors. It really is a last chance. Like it's an opportunity less than, okay, you're, you're sort of almost outside the banking system and it's more, you've got this opportunity and, and the way you've described it, Jade, is that it's more like an enforced uh, series of good habits. It, it, they have to do you the right things for that through. year. Yeah. You have to, if you don't, then you're going to fail miserably. I mean, you can lose your house. This puts people in a position where they're forced now to reconstruct their behavior. Okay. Like Quinn or Zach, the people that they deal with on a daily basis are scared. They don't know where to go. They're running. But what they do differently and what Met Credit does differently is they don't play the old big bad collector tactic anymore. They help people. They talk to them. They get down to the root of the issue, which is beneficial for solving the problem. And if it does happen to come to me, then that's another avenue of success for the client. But they're educated people and they know exactly what to do to ensure the client's success. What elements are the things that make lending easy or hard? What honestly makes lending difficult is when the consumer is not truthful exactly. about their situation, yeah. right? Right. That's what it is. You ask them, you know, you ask them the value of their home, what they're owing on it. Do you have any other liens or writs on the property? And they go, nope, I don't have anything else. And they, and it's not true. And so then what you do is you refer them to the broker. They get the application rolling. They do the appraisal. Everything's good to go. And then they pull the title and there's this on there, there's that on there, and then it kills the deal, right? So what makes it difficult to lend is them not being truthful towards us, right? right? Which kind of all goes back to that stigma against collections that we're asking information (laughs) maliciously when we're not. To add to Quinn's point, like one of the hardest things in this process is winning um, our clients' customers' trust. Yeah, that, um, exactly, exactly. There was um, like one incident um, or one person, probably like a year and a half ago, I referred her to Jade. and um, But the process was tough. Like she owned her house free and clear and the bank told her to file consumer proposal or bankruptcy. And she thought that was her only option, right? And then when I call her, hey, there's a there's a really good solution. She's like, no, no, no. Like there isn't like this is, it's bankruptcy or nothing, right? After <laughs> After winning her trust, Jade helped her out. Everything was paid out. She called me two weeks later. She said, Zach, you gave me and my family a wonderful Christmas. And stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, oh. that actually was around Christmas. Wow. I remember that, I remember really? that girl. Really? Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I think that, that is so cool. I think, so when you're consolidating everything, you can reduce your monthly payments towards debts from something very high to something very low, right? Yeah, and that's it, right? And so that's what it does is on a monthly level, you can suddenly afford to live your life again because you only have this one low monthly payment to your debt now because it was all consolidated into the one instead of this to this, that to that, and you know, separating it all by five different credit cards, right? Right. So it can really like save people's lives by doing that consolidation. That's amazing. There used to be this joke that w- it was in the 70s or 80s, but it was like, how can I be out of money? I have checks left. Yeah. 
And that's the same problem now, but people have credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> you want yeah, to check, check, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what it is, is of course, if the money's available, you're going to spend it. That's human nature. Of course, you're going to spend it. You get that immediate, satisf- immediate satisfaction. You right. get that rush of whatever it is that you got. Right. And you're thinking, yeah, of course, I'm going to make my payments. I'm not going to buy anything else with my credit card. I'm going to make my payments. I budgeted out $300 a month to pay it in full. Guess what? The next thing shows up that you want and you buy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And also being unaware of where your money's going. It's like the amount of people that you, when we do like financial assessments with the, yeah, the FCAs with the consumers, mm-hmm. right? It is insane. They have, you'll finish it and they'll have a surplus of $1,500 available every month. And you ask where it's going and they say they don't know and they insist it's got to go somewhere. And it's like, yeah, it is going somewhere. It's going to all of the purchases that you don't realize, you're not even registering that you're making throughout the month. If you're a consumer and you're getting into debt, and you, you know, there are some extra zeros here that are really intimidating. What do they need to do? I, I would say if you're, if you're in a situation where you do end up in collections, mm-hmm. the best thing that you can do is to communicate. Yeah, exactly. When you get that letter, when you get that email, yeah. when you get that voicemail, call back. Like, we're not scary people. We're not going to bite you or right. scare you. You know, it's, it's more scary if you don't communicate. And something else as well is education, Right. You know, communicate with the agency. If the agency is giving you options, right, then educate yourself, right? Look up the the mortgage broker they referred you to. See what they've done, right? It's not like the internet isn't full of information on every single person that we refer people to, right? All over the internet. (laughs) And that's what it is. Just educate yourself, right? Take the options and educate yourself and make your decision. And visit our website, um, the letter... Like there's a help page or sources to come up with money. Very useful. Yeah, Met Credit has done that actually. You know what? They have gone above and beyond other other companies, which really separates them from the other agencies in Canada. I mean, their collector is not only more knowledgeable than most. Um, you know, their collectors are they're humans. They don't treat you negative. They talk to you. They want to know what's going on so they can help you. I mean, every opportunity possible, I think MetCredit gives their clients or the consumers. Any type of product we put the client into is for their success, not to have them fail. I mean, um, what about you, Zach? Uh, it probably comes down to that lack of trust, right? If the bank or the credit union says no, then it's there's no other solution but payments. But they don't know that, um, that people such as yourself or your brokerage can help them. And then there was one more thing as well that's something you've done in the past as well is that if we've referred somebody for too much, right, you know, there's just not enough equity for what they need, right? You'll reach out to everybody and say, hey, look, this isn't possible for this person. We need to look at some kind of a reduction on this. But it is to benefit that consumer, right, to help them pay out all of their stuff and still be able to afford their payments. And another one, you've also let me know, hey, the payments are going to be too much for her. I don't think that's in her best interest, right? Because you care. That's all for this episode of Overdue Advice. Thanks to Quinn Yule and Zach Abdi of MetCredit and Jade Samarja of Canadian Financial Solutions. And thank you for listening. For more information on Canadian Financial Solutions, visit cfsolutions.ca. Links are in the episode notes. MetCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at MetCredit. In Canada, visit metcredit.com. And in the United States, visit metcreditusa.com. Visit the MetCredit blog by Brian Sommerfeld at blog.metcredit.com. It includes useful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. 
And we want to hear from you. Like, subscribe, or leave a review. Share it with a friend or business associate on LinkedIn. Drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice is the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Thanks for listening. I'm Andre Schwabi. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. So call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.